Hello and good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And of course, I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And as if you don't know, if you are not on the East Coast, we are currently being pounded by a blizzard-like conditions here. Uh, in New Rochelle, where Mrs. Boomstick and I live, they it had already dumped 14 inches of snow and we're in the bullseye area for potentially nearly two feet of snow i'm very excited because i love the snow so does mrs boom unfortunately she had to go into work but at least they let them out early um but we are here to talk games and we have an incredible show for you uh we listen i'm going to say this right now uh, if you are an xbox fan get ready because it's going to be xbox all day long um, and um, we have a lot of topics to get to, but of course, let's get into the introductions, and we're going to start with first, our guest, our special guest that I've been working with behind the scenes. We've been trying to get him on the show since October, and it just, we just couldn't get things together. Please welcome Mav from Xbox Ultimate, also known as Fun Speculation on Twitter. Welcome to the program there, dude. Hey, this is exciting. Thank you so much for having me, dude. Um been waiting to get to hang out with you guys. Uh, I've got my man Clowns uh, from Four Guys here uh, with me It was as well. First time actually talking to you, Boom, in person, I believe, and also uh, the Mag and Everborn Saga. So uh, this is going to be a fun show. Uh, I've made it to the big time, guys. Here, I'm on primetime gaming. Holy crap. You know, <laughs> hey, this is, this is going to be a blast. Uh, excited for it. Well, it's great to have you a part of the today's show, and obviously you, you came on uh, on a good a good episode because we're going to be talking about uh, Microsoft and uh, why uh, we have actual numbers that prove they do not need Sony's uh, any of Bethesda's games on Sony's PlayStation Five to recoup the seven point five billion dollar investment. We're going to be talking about the. MLB The Show 21 coming to Xbox and what that means uh, for, of course, uh, a Sony game now on an Xbox, which is pretty pretty insane when you think about it. And we're going to be talking about the medium, and we're not going to go into too much detail. But we are going what we are going to talk about is how Bloober Team has recouped the entire development cost in under a week since the game launched. And mind you. The game is an Xbox Game Pass. That just goes to show you that not only were they paid a hefty sum of money from Microsoft, their the sales has been through the roof as well as the reviews. But continuing with, of course, the introductions, middle-aged gamer guy, also known as the biggest voice in Canada. Please, how you doing, brother? I'm doing awesome. Good evening, boom. Good evening, chat panel. Fun speculations here. And let me tell you something, guys. I'm up here in Canada, and guess what? I still got green grass. So I'm, I am i don't know what the hell's going on. The United States is getting pounded with snow, and I'm sitting up here, and I'm like, where, where, where's all my snow? So obviously you guys stole it, but uh, anyways... It's fine. You guys can keep the snow. I don't need to shovel the driveway. Anyways, guys, we got some great topics tonight. I'm super excited to be here. Let's get right into it. Well, it's great to have you back, of course, dude. And yeah, we're going to have a... I, I know that you have big opinions on a lot of the big topics, and we're going to get to that momentarily. Next up, one of the newest members of the Primetime Gaming crew. Please welcome Everborn Saga. 
All right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing tonight? Thanks for having me. I'm uh, very excited. Once you said it was an Xbox night, I'm ready to go. We're gonna we're gonna talk facts, stats, and predictions. I'm very excited here. Let's go. Well, one of the things that I love doing as a uh, content creator slash podcaster slash video maker now is you have to have the numbers. Uh, and we have them in spades. As a matter of fact, we have so many numbers that it's probably going to be boring at some point. But I think it's going to ultimately uh, lead to the conversation that uh, Microsoft does not need Sony. And I think that this is going to shut down a lot of the narratives that are currently going on in social media. And I'm also, you know, after I'm done with the, in uh, the introductions, I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, I want to address the blockheads of the interwebs and i'm not calling out anybody in particular because i don't like to do that there's no shaming uh here on this program but i'm going to get to that in a second next up you hey, know hey boom right before you do that i just want to just just on that note yes what do they say men lie women lie but the numbers don't that, that but, you know but what go ahead yeah, no, absolutely. And you, and you are correct in saying so. Thank you for that. Next up, we have the Italian gamer still looking for the perfect calzone, though I don't think he's ever going to get it all the way in Florida. Please welcome Clowns. Hey, what's going on, man? It's a pleasure being here, Boom. I'm glad to see this amazing panel. Glad that Mag is not getting any snow. You know, here in Florida, it's probably been like 70 degrees. Uh, so I can't complain. And, uh, you know, it's good to see uh, Mav, AK Fun Speculation on here. Really good Xbox community members. So it's going to be a great show, man. Can't wait to get in these topics. Well, thanks for being here, Clowns. And yes, it is going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to I've been looking forward to this uh, for quite some time. And uh, listen, again, uh, just so you know, if you if you see that, of course, the newest thing to the channel besides me doing the videos is the gameplay. And as you can tell, there is no more studying or slowdown simply because I shut HDR off while recording this. And again, it's a bug that 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 the Xbox has. Uh, you know, the, they have they have to they have to figure it out and get it done. But uh, not only are you going to see some um, incredible gameplay of my game of the year of 2020, but you're going to see the, some um, of the new DLC that just dropped as well. But you know what? Before we get into the topics, uh, and, and one of them is going to lead right. This particular little sidestep is going to lead right into the one of the main topics. Um, and again, it's addressing the blockheads of the uh, of the interwebs. And again, I won't say any names, but it is pretty frustrating when, as a content creator, you try and put out a tweet or a video or a podcast, and you provide numbers, you provide facts, you provide information, and somehow or another, there's still challenges, which, of course, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But this is where it goes off a cliff, folks. Um, I, there are some people in the community that seem to think, and this is, this is, a, this is a conundrum, folks, that because Xbox is its own division and Microsoft, the hub, is, is another division, that somehow or another they're not part of the same division and team in Microsoft. And it's a head-scratcher, folks. And I, I say that because when we are going to talk about some of the numbers that came out last week, and I actually had someone tell me, well, I thought that the this number go, went with Microsoft. I didn't know Xbox was a part of that. 
And again, I'm scratching my head literally because I thought, and maybe I'm a boob, that Xbox is Microsoft, Microsoft is Xbox. And I think the best way we can, we can figure that out very simply is with the numbers. Microsoft paid $7.5 billion to buy Bethesda slash ZeniMax for the Xbox division to become better. I think it's quite simple, but I'm not going to even even generate a conversation with, with the panel. What we're going to do is we're going to get into some numbers here. And before the main event, which, of course, is what we talked about in the opening, is Microsoft doesn't need Sony. Okay, that, that's, that's a fact, and we're going to break that down as to why that is. But I want to talk some numbers about the medium and Bloober team because we have it on confirmed facts uh, and this is coming in as being reported from Eurogamer that after the medium only being out a week and being an Xbox Game Pass, Bloober Team has recouped all of the development costs that came with the medium in under a week. And this was reported on, again, on, uh, on Eurogamer through, uh, through money.pl. And it says the horror studio has sold enough copies of the slow burn horror to recoup all development and marketing costs, even though the Xbox Series X console exclusive is available for free for subscribers in Xbox Game Pass. Now, this is a very telling tale. And I'm going to go to Mav first. Of course, fun speculation if you, if you don't know who Mav is. Mav, here's the thing. We have heard by a, a, a tremendous amount of very loud people, both in the podcasting community as well, of course, as the vocal keyboard cowboys and cowgirls, um, that not only is Xbox unsustainable, but the developers don't make any money by putting their games into there. Basically, Microsoft is robbing them blind. I think that this tells a fantastic story because as of 2020, Bloober Team has only 100 developers. And whether you consider this to be a single or double A, this is a triple A development for them. And what they have done, and again, I'm not going to get into a review for me or even my, uh, you know, my personal um, uh, stories with it because tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Pong Sol and I, are doing a new episode of Xbox One-on-One, and it's going to be dedicated to uh, the uh, the live reaction and review of the medium tomorrow. So tune in tomorrow at 12. But, Mav, when you see this story confirmed by numerous publications, and one of which I use because they're prevalent in Eurogamer, what does this say for all the people that says that there's no money to be made in Xbox Game Pass? Fools! <laughs> um, so... You know, first off, for Bloober team, uh, this is a huge deal. Okay, so you take, they went and made a risk, okay? They went bigger than they've ever gone before. They chose Xbox as the platform that they wanted to work with. It was their decision to do so, right? Uh, Independent, self-published game, uh, timed exclusive on Xbox. This game has surpassed i believe their expectations even on what it's what it's done yes Um, correct the marketing aspect with xbox pairing up there uh has done a tremendous amount for this game so there's power behind that xbox brand 
um, and also Game Pass to drive awareness of a game. Um, would as many people be excited about this game if we knew we weren't going to get to play it automatically the day it came out? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't honestly say 100% if I would have went out and bought the game for sure or not, but I'm glad that it's in Game Pass because I went to try it out, and it's an amazing game. Uh, me and my wife are going to play that together. Uh, she likes to watch me play like single-player story games, right? And uh, so we'll hang out and, and enjoy that experience. And for them to have already recouped the development and marketing costs, you could imagine what the next couple of years are going to hold with this title for them. And as far as income and, and sustainability for that studio, uh, funding the next project that they will be w working on. Uh, I like this partnership between Bloober and Xbox. I want to see it continue to move forward. I would personally, I would love to see an acquisition here from yes, me too. because yeah. they have proven themselves um, with this. They have uh, a lot of potential and uh, the, it's a great thing showing the power that Xbox has to pump up a title that is kind of niche, right? It's kind of uh, it's kind of like this horror slow burn, as you said, horror game, very story driven, um, but it's put it on a stage above what I think it would have been otherwise, uh, and that, that's what Xbox is doing here. I think it's an awesome thing. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think that the uh, you hit on a lot of really excellent points. Uh, first of all, the uh, good on you for calling out the partnership. It's clearly there's something there. Yeah. Um, I've been calling for uh, them to be acquired by Microsoft for quite some time. If I were Phil Spencer, I wouldn't be living in this apartment. I, I don't want a mansion, but I would also be able to say, yeah, Blue Routine. We, again, <clears throat> we don't know the behind the scenes, but, you know, the you know, the, the, the behind the scenes baseball that's going on. Maybe Bloober team doesn't want to be acquired. I don't know. But I think that if you look at their pedigree, how they started, when they started, um, and, you know, and what they were able to produce as an Xbox Series X and S, and of course, PC exclusive, uh, I would like to see not only it stay exclusive, not to be petty, but I, I think, you know, Sony does their own thing, let them do their own thing, let Microsoft do their own thing. I would like to see it stay exclusive, but more importantly, I would love to see this uh, uh, this this developer become first party for two reasons. One, um, I, I'm close to beating it. I have not beat it yet. I, by by this evening, I should have it beaten. Um, I think from uh, I think there's going to be a cliffhanger ending. I think that based on what we've seen so far, at least what I've seen so far, it screams we we got to have a sequel. So I would love to see this come as a sequel, and I would love to see what a sequel would look under the financial um, proposition of Microsoft first party studio. But you, I want to, I want to go to, could have been a test boom. You know, it's funny. It, it very well could be because you've said it, this is their biggest, this was the biggest riskiest project they have ever done. I don't think that people understand how, how much of a risk this was for this company. Um, and they kind of let all the chips out there and good on Microsoft for getting behind this uh, and pushing it. Cause you gotta, you gotta remember this, you know, we're only in the, the, the first month, well, the second month now of 2021. And even though it's early in the year, this is the first big 
in my opinion, AAA Xbox exclusive release of the year. Uh, and, and we're going to get quite a few of them this year. And they're not going to be household names. But I think we're going to get a lot of games that are going to be memorable. And they're going to when you think of them, you're going to think Xbox. And I think this could have been a test. That's a great, great point. But Everborn, let's bring you into the conversation because you're a numbers man just like me, obviously. You're an entrepreneur. You obviously have the Everborn saga that you are currently working on. And you are a, you're you're an indie. When you see an indie team like Bloober, who has had some pretty good hits. I mean, they're not high nineties, but they've all been memorable horror games. Now you have this one comes out, and you have GameSpot give it a ninety. You have IGN give it an eighty. You have uh, EGM give it an eighty. I mean, it's, it's scoring rather rather well. When you hear that they have already recouped their their money in both. The development and the advertising. What do you? What do you? What are your thoughts on this? No, I, I think I think it's um, I think it's really really good. I mean, we don't know what the what the marketing or and or uh, development budget is, and the reason I, I bring that up not to poo poo it because I think it's amazing. Um, and and I've played the game. I put it down only because I wanted to finish Cyberpunk, which I finished last night. Okay. Um, and but but so now the medium is my next full time game uh, until I'm done with it. But I think because they they had this marketing deal with uh, with Xbox, I think that Microsoft may have already covered a lot of the advertising costs for them. So it you, and then you know there's they you know there's different Game Pass deals, some of which obviously allow for an upfront payment and then based on playtime, you'll get it. But another thing I just want to point out, part of the reason I think the medium is doing so well, because of all these like, I, I clowns, um, <laughs> not, not, no, no, no disrespect clowns, but like clowns, clowns <laughs> uh, on Twitter that are like lambasting the game because it's an Xbox game, not realizing you're just adding to the free advertisement. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and and now the game was basically in everyone's con a, a double A game, right? Is on everyone's mind. Whether people that never played it, now they know about it. So good job. You thought you were poo-pooing the game. And guess <laughs> what? They they've made back their development costs. Now, on to the game itself. Um, I played it for about an hour. I really liked what I saw. Took me a little while to sort of get back into the Silent Hill or old Resident Evil sort of static camera, but like the atmosphere of the game is really um, a sight to behold. And I know people talk about the the thirty frames a second thing, but like if you just stop at any point and just look around at the game, whether mm -hmm. you're in the woods or in the hotel, which gives me a, a, a real uh, the Shining kind of yes, vibe. Yes. Like it is, it's it's breathtaking. I think we we got to get away from whether something is native 4K or whatever else and start looking at final image quality. I do think sometimes we get too caught up on specs, like what numbers are from whatever Digital Foundry tells us, which is great. And I think it's good for, especially for people who want to understand and learn these things, but uh, we should focus more on final image quality. And when you think about just how the game looks and feels, it is uh, uh, amazing. And 
and it's in Game Pass, which 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 is sort of I don't know if I would have tried this game if it wasn't, and I think that's the 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 beauty there of what of what Game Pass can do because there's a lot of people that's like that may have skipped it and not experienced that game, but for the fact that it's there in Game Pass. And I, I hope we're going to get to numbers because when we start talking about those 18 million we're, 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 yeah, before they're, they're, the big titles drop. But yeah, I, yeah I'm going to leave it there for now. Okay. But I think, I think we do. Another thing to think about, though, is what the Unreal Engine allows is for, I use Unity, but what the Unreal Engine and, and Unity to an extent allows is for smaller teams to make games at a larger scale. And you're going to see even more of this with Unreal, with Unreal Engine 5. Yes. It will allow teams of 100 people, 80 people, to make something that looks on par with the big, as they say, AAA bangers, right? And that is the thing. It allows smaller teams to be more ambitious. And I think I think we're in for a crazy generation if this is how we're starting it. And that's before Unreal 5 gets here. So, um yeah, exciting times ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let, let's let's bring in Mag. But Mag, before I do, I bring you in. Let me just grab uh, Viper XT, uh, one of our very very generous friends of the show. He drops an outstanding five dollar super chat and says, "If Microsoft picked up Bloober Team, just imagine what they can do with the shared tech and mocap practices." from Ninja Theory and other studios. And again, I, that's a fantastic point. And you know something? Because we know that Microsoft is doing something that Sony has done notoriously with their studios, and that is share tech. Uh, we, we've heard that from numerous uh, uh, um, you know, Microsoft first-party uh, d- developers. Th- that would happen. And, and I think, again, I, I can't say. I know that they were looking in Poland for a couple of teams, Bloober is right there. And I think that they are exactly what Microsoft is looking for in regards to an acquisition. Small, can I, can, talented. Can I add one point to that? And I think, you know, it's 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 good that they are sharing tech, but I think that is the next challenge. I think Microsoft has shown us how serious they are yes. about bringing in AAA uh, quality talent by with their studio acquisitions, but the next large test is, can they sort of build a synergy between all of those 35 teams, you know, housed in the, within the 23 studios and more when they when they make their next uh, big publisher purchase, but they, these teams are spread all across the world. How good will, I don't know if it's Matt Booty's job or Phil Spencer's job, but how, uh, how good will they be at 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 uh, merging these teams? Meaning, if you're working out on on um, you know, if you're working in 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 Unreal or something like that, are you going to um, are you going to have um, the coalition come out and help you? Right, like it. it I mean, well, again, only time is going to tell with that. I mean, obviously, we can sit here and certainly speculate, but I I think that we're going to know exactly how serious they are and how the synergy you're talking about is going to be working for sure. Uh, But you know what? Let's let's bring in Mag for a second. Mag, look, this this is again, this is an opening opening salvo to a very, very 
tasty meal that's going to be the second half of this and i think that we're probably going to only get to two topics and i think it's this one and 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 the monster uh which of course is what everyone's got their 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 panties all in a bunch about uh and i and i want to i want to leave enough time for that because i really want everyone to go deep on that but this is a big deal for two reasons it is it's a, it's a, it was a gamble or a risk from what we understand on the what they wanted to do in Bloober team. Microsoft took a shot and we know that they have taken shots before and it just hasn't working out hasn't worked out for them and they kind of put their eggs in one basket to let Bloober team do what they do and both both the Microsoft and Bloober team have won, right? And what what are your thoughts on recouping the development costs on their biggest project ever? In under a week. Well, you know what? That's surprising that it happened so quickly. I was a little shocked by that. Um, however, if you look at the entire situation, it is a risk, sure. But from Microsoft's point of view, it's a calculated risk. You know, uh, with a company that size, you know, they, 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 do put, they do put products out there. They put ideas out there. They put services out there, knowing that about 70 to 75% of them are going to fail. That is the way it goes in the world. Like, look at Google right now. I mean, we're not going to get the whole Google Stadia thing. However, that's also a calculated risk. You know, they look at their, you know, they look at their yearly earnings, they, uh, the, everything else, and then they say, okay, we're, we can spend X amount of dollars to be able to try this service. See, you know, throw it to the wall, see what sticks. Right. So when it comes to Bloober team, I, I think that they did the same thing. They said, but I think there's more to this situation. And what I what I looked at is back in, I think it was the summer. Was it this summer? Or was it last summer? I think it was last summer. My goodness, I, I don't even know where the hell the time's going. When Blair Witch came out. It was last and, summer, yes. And it was last summer, right? Okay, so when Blair Witch came out, I think that, the, and then all of a sudden, you know, you look a year and a half later, and all of a sudden the same team is working on this game, also exclusively for the Xbox. I think they're a little bit more cozy behind the scenes than a lot of people realize. And I think that what that means is that they're eventually going to be on board. I think the idea is that Microsoft is trying to woo them in there. And the Super Chat stole my idea, by the way, which was, of course, <laughs> I was going to say that imagine what Bloober team could do with Microsoft's money and resources. Yeah. That's would be and and look what they're doing already. I mean, the game looks magnificent. I have a few gripes with it. I'm I'm about halfway through, and yeah, I, don't I mean, mean listen, there's there's no doubt there there's some things that could be better. You know of what course. I'm saying? Of course, there there is some some of the facial animations. They're just not yeah. great. I mean, no one no one's going to be you know mad at Blue Team for me saying that. I'm sure that they're aware of it, but that does not take away from everything else. And I think what you saw on on social media is everyone that wanted to throw dirt, I was going to say something else, dirt at, at, at this game, yeah. focused on uh, facial animations that that were at some points really good and some points really bad, but they forgot yeah. about the story and the ambiance and, and music and, and, it's, and, and, and hold on. I mean, again, I'm not going to get too much into it, but they used a fixed camera not seen since Resident Evil 3, and they made Jeez. it work. Yeah, and actually, it took me about an hour. I'm not gonna lie; it took me about an hour to get really into it. And I'm walking, you know, doing the whole opening, walking through the forest. We're not gonna talk about the game, but either way, you know, I'm walking through, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. And then I realized that, yeah, the fixed camera situation. I'm like, whoa, I haven't seen this in a decade or two, you know. So, but anyways, got into it, and now I'm into it. Yeah, sure, like you said, the facial animations, yeah, sometimes they're a little bit off, whatever. But it didn't affect my enjoyment of the game uh the lips 
on, uh, on some of the characters don't move at the same time as the speech. And I'm like, okay, but that's still not going to take away from my experience of the game. So what I'm trying to get at is that the game does deserve all the credit, okay? And it deserves all the accolades that it's getting. And it's certainly, uh, I'm very pleased to see that they've made their money back. Now, this, I think, and I believe it was Everborn who said it, is that this is, or maybe it was fun speculation as well, is that maybe this was a test. Okay, maybe this was a test to say, okay, guys, listen, we did the Blair Witch thing. It, you know, it didn't really hit. I mean, I don't remember anybody talking about Blair Witch like three weeks after it came out on Game Pass. I mean, let's face it, right? So, but maybe they said, let's give you guys another shot with this one on the new console, new hardware, this and that. Let's see how it goes. And clearly it's doing very well. So maybe this is the move. And you look at, uh, I want to I want to mirror this, no pun intended, uh, considering the game, but uh, let's mirror this whole situation with Sony and Insomniac. What would they do? And they've been in bed together how many times before all of a sudden one day Sony wakes up and says, by the way, we bought Insomniac. So I think that this is exactly what's going to happen with these guys. They're working behind the scenes. They're working there. You know, they get the exclusive games onto Game Pass, onto the Xbox ecosystem, this and that. This is what, the second now? I have a feeling that this is the one that's going to tip them over the edge. Now, the other thing is when it comes to these Microsoft acquisitions, which we will get into later on in the show, I just wanted to say one thing. They don't all have to be $7.5 billion acquisitions. Right. They can be smaller teams yeah. to fill those gaps in between triple A bangers. Well, that's, so, what they, that's what they did in, at E3 2018. If you remember, right. you know what I'm saying? They bought a Compulsion Games. Did, did anyone know right. who Compulsion Games no. was? No, look, look, everyone who Ninja Theory was sure an Obsidian, right? But you know, I remember watching that. You remember when Phil did the whole like you know the five studios and whatever, and he talked about the initiative. He talked about that, and then he said Compulsion Games, and like one guy in the back clapped. It was probably like he was probably one of the devs' moms. It was just like <laughs> they like good for you, sweetheart. You go get him. You know, it was one and, of the we happy few in the crowd that was really yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's like two guys clapped, and I'm pretty sure you could hear the guy in the front row going who. But anyways, the point is, they might be the next Naughty Dog. You don't know. So the listen, thing is, don't. You, you know don't. what I'm saying? Money, money, listen, when the talent is there, and the talent is clearly there, there's, yes. no, there's, no, there's no denying. There, there is a limitations on tool sets that they're currently using. There's limitations on how much time they can take on a game because they're investing practically everything in the company to make this game, right? So yeah. if they have if they if, if they become a Microsoft first party studio, then the checkbook is open and then we can turn around and we can see character models like Senua be, come to the next medium too. Right. So now that you said that, what if again, I'm going to bring it up again. What if Microsoft said, "Hey guys, do what you do and let's see what what's the, let's see what happens. If it's a success, you can come up to the big leagues. It's almost like a farm team in baseball. Yeah, Let's see absolutely. what you guys can do. Okay, let's see what you can pull off. Then you can join the big boys, and you can play with the big boy toys. Okay? The $10,000, like $20,000 uh, dev PCs that they got working over at Microsoft, and all the tools, and all the different uh, departments, and all their uh, assets. Right? So they can look at all those things and say, listen, guys, you prove yourself to us here. We'll look into, you know, we'll look into this. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll make the deal, and then all of a sudden, you guys will become part of the stable. I see it happening. I mean, that yeah, me I, it almost it's too bloody obvious. It's like when Insomniac did Spider Man. By that point, in my head, I was already like, you know what? 
they're going to be a Sony. They're going to be a Sony dev. There's no question. And then guess what happened? That's what happened. And then, of course, they announced that they were doing Ratchet and Clank, became part of the Sony stable. Fine. I see the same thing happening here. Now, mind you, Insomniac, you know, Insomniac is a different league. You know, let's face it. They're a AAA developer. But these guys could be there if given the right tools because they have the talent. The story's good. The gameplay is good. Now that I'm about three, well, halfway three, I say about 60% through the game right now. And I am really enjoying it now. Now I got, it's got its claws into me. No yeah, me too. Yeah. Like I'm into it now. So now I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, ooh, you know what? After the show, I'm probably going to, you know, pop in an hour or That's so. That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> right. So anyways, all in all, I'm very happy about the entire situation. I wish them all the best. And I really hope. That they end up becoming one uh, one of the uh, one of the teams uh, for uh, Xbox Game Studios, I'd be really happy to see that. Yeah, me too. And I think that's that's I think that's where this is uh, initially uh, uh, eventually going to go. Uh, clowns, before we bring you into the conversation, let me thank a very good, generous friend of the show. Bounty Boom drops an outstanding and very generous ten dollars super chat and says, "Finish this game. Love this game. Medium was not perfect, but it was a good game, and it was very different, and it pushed the technology." to the boundary, and that's what I appreciated. Eight out of ten for him. And that's a strong score, no doubt about that. But, Clowns, listen, you have uh, done some big things recently with um, Four Guys with Quarters uh, since taking over as the as the, the captain of the ship, so to speak. And in so, in so doing that, you have had the privilege of uh, having different voice actors, smaller indie teams, uh, producers of games on your program. So obviously this question for you is, uh, I, I think, uh, one that you can relate to. When you see a team like Bloober, who is small, they are just over 100 developers uh, in 2020. And uh, they, they put out this game. Lots of risk went into making it. Uh, the dual reality uh, that, that happens multiple, multiple times during the game is something that's not necessarily new, but done the way that they do it. And it tells an incredible tale. What, how, how proud of you are, are you of Bloober to have made not only back the development cost, but the advertisement cost, which we know sometimes could be as, more, be as much or potentially more than what it costs to make a game? First of all, I just want to say that what the Bluebird team accomplished is nothing short of amazing. I think that, you know, Microsoft taking a chance on getting the Bluebird team and the medium into Game Pass was phenomenal. It was excellent for the Game Pass program. And I think that it's it strengthened the ties between Microsoft and Bluebird team. Bluebird team, I, I can't even believe the fact that they recouped their costs because it went, you know, it went right into Game Pass. This means that people actually bought the game too, Boom. Correct. Doesn't yes. mean they just played it in Game Pass. They actually bought the game because they thought it was gonna be that great, just from what they seen. And Bloober Team knocked this one on the park, man. You know, I know that you and Mag played a little bit of it, but um, I beat the game in nice. one day in one sitting, and I was obsessed with this game. I think that the way that they for such a small studio, right? They created this environment with a very deep story, a story that really kind of makes you feel for the character. It kind of sucks you in. And it's not, it's not like terrifically scary, but it's very, 
it's like a thriller psychologically. Yeah, you know, it's not terror. It's more of survival horror aspect. Yep. But it also what I what I think I really love about it. I'm going to go into some real depth thought tomorrow. It brings you along like a carrot on a stick. And it and the payoff from what I'm got and I'm I'm close to beating it myself is pretty incredible. Yeah. And you know, I I've seen some people say Oh, well, it was only so and so much to make if you convert the currencies and blow. That doesn't matter, man. Oh, man. Like, I, I know who you're team. talking about. It. Boob. Yeah. Yes. Yep. yes. Real this, boob. <laughs> this team did it by themselves, recuperate their own costs plus the marketing costs, right? And now everything going forward is profit for these guys. And what does that say to companies like Microsoft? It says to Microsoft and Xbox Game Studios, hey, listen, we actually made a partnership with a studio that recuperated their costs like within the first couple of days. Imagine what the future can hold if we gave them just a little bit of more resources, a little bit more financial backing, what these guys could do in the future. And, and and make their teams bigger. They could probably work on more than one game at a time and make hit after hit for Game Pass or or just in general make a hit. And, you know, to me, it doesn't, i got to be honest with you, but to me, it doesn't even matter, right, if this stays exclusive or not. The fact is, this is a fantastic game. And if you're a gamer, you're going to like this game or like this style of game. If you can't tell, you can't sit here and tell me that you like Don't Nod right? Like life is strange, but you just can't get into the medium because the medium has a lot of very similar aspects to it, but it incorporates so many other mechanics. And there's so many great things I could say. I don't want to spoil it, but man, this was a successful risk that Microsoft took. And the game itself advertised the program for Microsoft, like, you heard people say, oh, you're going to get Game Pass Ultimate? Yeah, I'm going to get Game Pass. I want to try out the medium. Oh, it's only a dollar right now. I'll get it for a dollar. You know, if I like, I'll stick with it. And people are sticking with the program. And I'm going to use my daughter an example, right? She's, she did have Game Pass before this, but she didn't even know the medium came out. And I told her. Once I told her the meme came out, she's been playing that game nonstop. She's like some of the other stuff that Bloober team did. I believe they did Layers of Fear. Layers, Layers of Fear 1 and 2, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. She loved those games. She thought they were fantastic even back then. So we can see where they come from, right? We can see how they've grown. They've grown from Layers of Fear to a more in-depth, more detailed story. And what it shows us is that these guys are evolving as a studio. And when a studio evolves like this, they can keep going further and further and further. They just need that little bit of a handout. And hopefully Xbox takes this opportunity to make some type of agreement with them moving forward because I think that Bloober Team can keep people coming back to the Xbox ecosystem just to play their titles. I, I, it's, it's phenomenal, man. Yeah, blows my mind what these guys did. Yeah, and I agree with you, dude. I I think you're onto something. I think that they could, in fact, bring 
more i mean again if you're a fan of of that type of horror and again horror is a nice genre that the microsoft doesn't have they don't have a horror developer that's why bloober team is so perfect uh closing out uh this topic which was uh which is i thought was a very interesting way to uh you know wait wait until people file in and we have 300 people here listen folks if you're here you obviously are a fan of the show i would uh politely ask that you consider hitting the like button it definitely does help this channel grow and we are trying to hit 10,000 subs by the end of 2021 we're close folks we are 2700 give or take away and i think that with the help of the community we can get there cybernox welcome to the program there dude hey what's going on boom sorry everyone i was a little late apparently the city wanted to add more snow to my driveway and we were having a little <laughs> talk outside you know what i mean there's enough snow coming down right here on the northeast boom you know they yes. don't just pile on in my at the end of my driveway what are they doing but yeah, i don't know to be here uh yeah, mad first time podcasting with you man uh glad What's to up, be here PTG, you know with my uh brethren so yeah let's let's get it going well listen the question i pose to you is hearing yeah. that Bloober team has um recouped their development cost as well as their advertising cost uh in under a week i, I think it was three days to be more specific and, and mind you you say well what advertising boom did they have well you should check out the live action mm. uh um a trailer on youtube which was done pretty damn dope well first of all the two questions i have for you is one what, what does it say for the talent of blooper team and more importantly what does this say to the naysayers of xbox game pass uh and developers not making money yeah man so uh as to uh blooper team i think they've done a tremendous job i've played i started playing this game i put about two hours in um i was live streaming it uh i'm gonna have to play those two hours again because for some reason i was actually talking to mav about this uh the the sound was coming through my sound was coming through like the xbox sound was coming through but um no game sound but like achievements popped up but that's neither here or there but i'm really loving this game um if i feel like they've learned basically kind of what clowns just mentioned a little while ago they had layers of fear and then they went to the blair witch project and it, it feels like every time they've just you know been evolving their their uh development has just you know getting better and better and better and this game it's um you know uh it, it it's it literally justifies that it shows exactly what they've been what they've been doing i i really like the fixed camera angle it gives a different perspective to the game yes. it makes you feel more immersed you know um I, i'm really enjoying i'm really happy for them i'm really happy that they were able to recoup all of their uh you know marketing costs and development costs already and it's kind of like what clowns mentioned too this is just sales you know this I, 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 this is you know sales are a big part of this not just game pass exactly I, yes you know that that's very telling a lot of people uh, i see a lot of reviews i see a lot of uh user comments and most of these people are playing on pc they just picked up the game and they're, they're really enjoying it as well a lot of people are you know, I'm sure that majority of the people are playing on Xbox, but I'm really happy for them. Uh, like you guys said, um, this could be a test from Microsoft and Blue uh, Blooper Team uh, about them. You know, you know, uh, probably acquiring the studio, but it could also show uh, shows confidence that Microsoft were confident on what they were seeing from the medium. 
that they, hey, these guys, you know, are able to handle everything here. I think they're, you know, we're in good hands putting this exclusively on Game Pass, and this is going to do tremendously well, and it has, you know. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know what else more. I don't want to add on too much more because I, I pretty much, you know, I'm going to say exactly what people have been saying. But yeah, just really happy for them. Um, I really enjoying this game. If you haven't tried it, I mean, it is on Game Pass. You know, if you're a subscriber, um, go ahead and give it a try. I, I'll bet you you won't be disappointed. Yeah, and, and, and listen, uh, again, I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Uh, I, I, th- I think that I have not really read on social media uh, a real gamer, not a clown, not a blockhead uh, that actually played the game and was like, yeah, this is just awful. I can't stand I've heard many, many positive reviews, and quite frankly, it is – I know, again, we're, we're early into 2021, but I have to tell you, I'm tremendously impressed. And like I said, if you really want to hear some really wicked thoughts on the medium, please, 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 please join Pong Soul and myself tomorrow on uh, the um, new episode of Xbox One-on-One. Uh, Zemi is skipping that because obviously we normally don't have guests, but he... he <laughs> We're still trying to coax uh, Zemi Games to play it because again, it's not terror; <laughs> it's it's survival horror. I think that he could play it, uh, but he wanted to take a step back to ha- so I can actually do a full review of the game. And I and I obviously reached out to Pong Soul to to to, to po- podcast a co podcast with me tomorrow to break that down. But now, folks, now 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 now, get get your popcorn, put up your feet. And get ready for some facts bombs that are going to be dropped on this show. Uh, Listen, again, uh, I'm a numbers dude, okay? I may not be a millionaire, but I know numbers. And I know that you you can have an opinion on a a particular subject, but when 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 the numbers come into play, whether you like it or you don't, the numbers, they just don't lie. So let's talk numbers. And, And what am I referring to? Well, since the purchase of Bethesda on September 21st of 2020, which, of course, is Bethesda slash ZeniMax, uh, there have been many, many podcasts, posts, opinion pieces in the media on how poor Microsoft, poor Microsoft, is going to need to somehow recoup the $7.5 billion dollars that they invested. Uh, And how are they going to do that? Well, (laughs) Xbox sucks. So they're not going to get the money back from their fans, right? They only, they, for every, every time, uh, you know, they sell an Xbox, three more are thrown in the garbage. I mean, I think that's the running joke. Um, And that X that, that somehow PlayStation Sony's players for the players was going to rescue Microsoft from the clutches of bankruptcy on this, on this incredible purchase. Uh, and I don't know who's snickering because it, it's funny. It, it, and it's, trust me, I've seen the post, folks. I'm not making this up. This is this is people actually think this. Okay, so let's let's get into the record-breaking earnings that I'm talking about. Uh, with the head hardware revenue growths that ha- w- that were uh, put out there on Mike on the Microsoft earnings call, which was for three months, Microsoft um, obviously was in the black all the way, or in the green, if you want to put it, all the way through and through. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're up 86% in hardware sales. Um, 
their their over 18 million subscribers to Xbox Game Pass. You know, the the, the one that uh, I, I'm not sure who the guy's name was who called it a never was, if I recall correctly. Um, and 18 million. And why is why is that important? Why is that the one of the numbers I just want to kind of ro- just roll into? Xbox Game Pass released on June 1st of 2017, and they have 18 million um, subscribers. Uh, Brad Sam's friend of the show, Brad Sam's, who writes for therot.com, uh, confirmed that since May, they were getting on an average of a million plus sub, uh, subscribers per month. And you kind of, you kind of, so, so this is the service that never was and, and, and is unsustainable. And then you look at Sony for a second. And you say, okay, well, they have PS Now. Well, when, when did they? When, when did PS Now start? Does anyone know? 2014, folks. 2014. We're in 2021, seven years later, right? I'm not a mathematician, but I, I know basics. And currently, they have 2.5 million subscribers. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know who's winning or losing here, but I think it's obvious. So now I want to talk about the 15.5 billion dollars with a b that is that was reported as bankable profit for the three months for microsoft along with multiple ways uh, I, I mean i mean listen folks again not a mathematician but if you say if you spend 7.5 billion on bethesda and in a in, in, a, in a three a quarter a quarter of the year which is three months you make back billion in bankable profit, two times plus what you spent on Bethesda, I think it's clear to suggest that poor Microsoft doesn't need to put any of their games on a PlayStation 4 or 5, more specifically a PlayStation 5. And I'm going to say this now. This is probably going to piss off people. I'm probably going to lose sub for this. My 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 uh, opinion to you folks that are, are are pouting about this. Just remember the conversations that were raging both in social media and with the gaming media that ex- poor Xbox players couldn't play Spider Man. What what was the running narrative? Well, if you want to play Spider Man twenty eighteen, buy a PlayStation four. Right. That's what that is. That was the running narrative then. So now I'm going to rolls reverse it onto the folks that are holding out and praying to the gaming gods that this somehow changes. And I'm informing you that um, if you are going to continue to play on your PlayStation, which is great. And I have PlayStation five and I have a, a ton of games for and I'm loving every minute of it. Go play on your master race PCs. Go play on your $300 Series S, your 500 Series X, or, or for $15 a month, you could play on your tablet. But guess where you're not going to play? You're not going to play on your PlayStation 4 or 5, and I can almost guarantee that based on these numbers. Everborn, I want to go to you first on this because you are chomping at the bit to attack this, uh, this particular topic. When you hear... That Microsoft has bankable profit of fifteen point five billion in a th- not 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 the entire twenty twenty campaign, folks. A three months, ninety days. Does that immediately 
close the conversation of Microsoft needs PlayStation sales? Uh, that conversation was closed for me in September, but <laughs> but uh, let, let's if if we're talking about numbers and what division makes what, let's just understand this. Uh, Xbox is a part of the more personal computing division that includes Windows uh, and the Surface, you know, the hardware business. Yes, uh, as well as gaming of. That part of the business, right? It did 15.1 billion in revenue. Yes, revenue is not profit. The company as a whole did make 15.5 billion in net income. But if since we're only talking about the Xbox division, does anyone know what the Xbox division did in that three month period? Tell, please, please tell the people. Over five billion dollars alone. That, 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 that is Xbox. correct. $5 billion, right? Which is up 40%. And that was driven not only by hardware sales, a lot of that was content and services. Correct. Now, Which of course is Game Pass. Correct. And now the other, and again, they said that was also with game sales though, from first and third party content, right? So, and again, I just want to solidify that this is before we have this is even before the medium released right this yeah. remember people xbox has no games and yet game sales <laughs> are up 40 percent. but that's neither here nor there the, the 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 real point here is everyone in every industry not only gaming is moving towards subscription models yes are, do we all agree with that Whether that's, it's a, Adobe, that's, a, that's a fact that's not even a, that's not even a suggestion cloud. right so again Microsoft could be selling Office, the Office suite for three or $500 a pop, but what do they want? They want monthly recurring revenue, right? Now, when you're in the services business, the way to drive subscriptions is exclusive content. So I think we can agree that Microsoft isn't hurting for money. Correct. Right? And there's so much so that they're not hurting for money that they're talking about new acquisitions. This is not us rumor speculation. We can speculate on which acquisition it will be, but Satya Nadella has already said yep. they are looking for more acquisitions. So I don't think someone who says, hey, I just spent $7.5 billion, or I'm about to once this thing closes, but I want to spend more money. I don't think that's that strikes me as a statement that that hedges towards I need to make this back off of my competitors platform. Right. What they want and what they need is the recurring revenue from Game Pass. They are trying to convert. And I know we talked about that 18 million number, but don't forget there are and they reported this in this last earnings call 100 million monthly active users of xbox live they want to convert every one of those 100 million people over to game pass and how do they do that with exclusive content yes that's just it yep. they 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 are in a mode right now where they are ready to invest and you can see that they're willing to be ruthless. Remember that Xbox Live fiasco last week? They're not, they're not, they're going to do whatever they can that would entice people to subscribe to Game Pass. 
money is not one of those things they're worried about. And if you think it's money, then you are thinking in the short term and Microsoft is making a bet over the next 10 years. Correct. That is what, that's what xCloud is about. That's what Game Pass is about. They're not thinking about what revenue they can make today. They can sink billions and billions of dollars into this thing because if it takes off the way they believe it would, they think <clears throat> this will be a revenue driver in the same way Office 365 consumer will be. We're talking about 100, 150, maybe 200 uh, million Game Pass Ultimate subs. That's what they're building towards. And if that is your end goal, there is no reason to have this content elsewhere. Correct. Yeah, and, absolutely. And again, yeah. it is on. And if, if they need sales, they will get those sales from PC. Correct. Yes, that's a great right? point. It's just it's, get that. It, 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 it really... You know, I just for a platform or an ecosystem that has no games, people sure are begging for games a lot. That's all I'm gonna say. And, <laughs> and I, we can move on. I'll come back in. But I just I find all of this hilarious. By the way, just w one other thing: Did anyone see that uh, CBR article today that Gears should go multi-platform? No. I, I'm oh gonna my please, god! Please, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ping you. To please later. drop it into drop it into the DM. I I, I want to read that because that's something I, I will will we'll cover so on. They, uh, they, they see Xbox has a AAA third party over the shoulder banger, and the first thing they think is, "Whoa, we need that on PlayStation." But anyway, ridiculous. Yeah, no, no. You, uh, fantastic points as usual. Fun speculation. Let's let's bring you into the conversation. But while I bring you to the conversation there, Mav, I, I want to give you another number uh, because this one, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of had to, I triple check this because the first time I read it, I was like, that, that just, it, it can't be. It, it's, it's impossible. And I went back and I pulled numbers from three years ago and I got it from the Wall Street Journal and the Business Times. And I'm like, okay. Now I can I can run with this number because it's verified, folks. Just out of curiosity, and I'm not gonna. I, I want to do this for just for fun, for shits and giggles. In the chat, do me a favor. What do you personally think the net worth of the Xbox division is currently, as of twenty June January first, twenty twenty one? And and. We'll just wait a second. Start throwing some numbers, chat. We got we got almost 350 people here. Throw some numbers in there for me. Because I'm curious, because I had to take a I had to take a seat back. And it was yeah, well, some people are some people are getting good ideas. Good good ideas. Uh crazy Greek dude. Yes, that's that's yeah. Well, ice cold. Whoa, ice cold. Uh, Matt, Matt Wilbury. Uh, that's a good one. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this to, uh, Mav. Mav, as of, as of this show, which I had verified from three different sources, the Xbox division is currently worth $600 billion. <laughs> okay. B -b -b billion? B -b 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 With billion? a B. Where, not, where did this number come from? This this number came from the Wall Street Journal, and this also came from the Business Times. Six hundred billion dollars is what 
the Xbox division is currently worth. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me see if I can pull up what, what the last year's numbers were. Let me see if I could figure. I, I, I'll get that. So, okay, l- let me pose the question to you, Mav. You know, you have a podcast, you have an Xbox podcast, right? And obviously this has been a topic of conversation for quite some time. And it's probably going to be a topic of conversation until the Starfield comes out as only uh, for the Xbox Series X, S, and of course, PC later this year. I believe that's going to be the case. When you hear people suggest that Microsoft somehow needs Sony's, you know, dominance in the market to recoup $7.5 billion. And we're throwing numbers after numbers after numbers here. I think that the, the, the case has been proven and, the, uh, and, and they've been proven guilty in the fact that it's nonsense. But for, for shits and giggles, take this away. What, what is your answer to that? Does Microsoft need Sony to put any of the any of the Bethesda games on their platform? And would it be a wise idea to give them the ability to play these games when you're trying to grow Xbox Game Pass? No. That's all. I'm just kidding. No, they, of course not. Uh, l- look at this, okay? billion dollars yeah it sounds like a lot of money but it's not to them so we all see that number and it's like hey this is crazy but if you compare okay net worth now 600 billion dollars just in the xbox brand and that's not even daddy daddy's microsoft microsoft's paying the bills okay and 7.5 billion is a fun saturday night for them okay (laughs) it's a night on the town they they make that back just by existing for a couple of months, okay? They don't need to go to Sony, this other brand, and say, hey, please, hey, let's 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 uh, make sure we get our money back by getting our games on that uh, platform that's gonna, we're gonna increase our sales and we really need to do that. No, it doesn't make any sense. They have a service that they're trying to push, they're trying to grow. They would be foolish to allow another platform to have that content that could increase the subscriber count that is the long-term goal of microsoft that's what the vision is now that's what that's where they're going you know uh the more of these exclusives that come uh and it's gonna be we're we're only looking at it compared to now but think two three years in the future right you're talking about massive amounts of games dropping and not just these Games like the Medium, which some say is double A or or whatever, right? I'm talking about Elder Scrolls, you know? You're talking about, uh, like you said, Boom Starfield. Uh, You're talking about whatever id makes next, the next Doom. You know, you're talking about uh, Fable and and Forza and Halo. And and, and all of these massive franchises are going to be dropping one after another, one after another, one after another, one after another. And you don't think that's going to drive people to Game Pass? Of course it is, right? And not only can you play it on the Xbox, you can play it on the PC. Uh, you're going to be able to play it on your Vizio TVs. Yes. Uh, your, I think your Samsung, Samsung TVs. Correct. Yep. Uh, that are going to be built in. And that technology is only going to get better and better and better two or three years from now. Can you imagine how good it's going to be then? Don't live in the now. Think about then. Why would they give other people a reason not to invest into their services and their platform? It doesn't make sense. The day that it was announced, I I was asked this question. I was like a guest on Green Pass Gaming. And I, I was like, 
you know, maybe they will just because they don't want to hurt, hurt, you know, they don't want to hurt people's feelings or whatever. That's the only reason I could ever even think it would be possible that Xbox would like bring put any of these games on PlayStation now uh, would just be pity. They would just pity them. Uh, we're sorry we have so many freaking huge games coming out on this service that you don't get, but we'll allow you to buy it. That's the only reasonable thing I could possibly think of that would be a reason, and I don't think it's going to happen. They're going to be uh, Game Pass, Xbox, all the way, baby. Yeah, you know what? And I, you know what? Here's the thing: I, I, why that's not even a, 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 a question is because Fallout seventy six, which is an MMO, mm-hmm. and Elder Scrolls Online is not stopping content from PlayStation 4 and, of course, PlayStation 5. So if you want to play those IPs, you can still play them there. You're just not going to play The Elder Scrolls 6 on your PlayStation. You're not going to play Fallout New Vegas 2, rumored to be in development. You you, you know, if you want to play those games, you're going to have to buy an Xbox. And if you don't want to buy an Xbox, then you can play them on a mobile. See, see, that's the difference. See, that is the thing that I keep banging the drum for. See, when Sony does it, when Sony does the I'm going to lock a game like Final Fantasy 16 for two years. So you Xbox D-bags can't play it. And if you want to play it, you got to buy a PlayStation. So what do most people do? Well, you go out and you buy a PlayStation like I do or like uh, anyone on the panel has done, right? You, you, you own multiple consoles so you can play what games you want to play. See, the difference between the way Microsoft is doing it is exactly what you just said. Microsoft says, okay, you don't want to play on an Xbox? You don't want to buy an Xbox? That's okay. You don't got to buy the box. You can subscribe to Game Pass and you can play it on your tablet. You can play it on your phone. You can play it on your on your pewter. You can play it on your TV. Wherever you want to play it, go freaking crazy. But you don't got to buy the box. And that is the difference. Uh, hey, as boom, a matter of one, one thing, boom. I think, I do think, though, we will see some of these games come to the PlayStation, and that would be the Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, no, that's that's going to be yeah, the online stuff is going to say yeah, absolutely. Well, let, that's gonna, let it not be said that we didn't think anything was going to come because some things are going to come, yeah. but the 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 main ones that people are concerned with are the the Elder Scrolls, the Starfields, and the Fallout's. You yeah, they'll throw up a you, cookie. Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm saying. Those, <laughs> the, the, those big ones, I don't I don't know, I I don't know. But I, the other just caveat that I want to add is. When I think about this, I don't think about this as like uh, revenge for the shit talking of of, uh, PlayStation fans and some PlayStation executives. I think of it just we're just talking business here. Right. What what sense would it make for Microsoft, a company who is trying to grow their subscription? Thank you. Yes, exactly. Forget yeah. about all of the, the the back and forth that we do. And it's fun, right? It's fun to say, you know, you get nothing, you lose. Good day, sir. But I'm just saying, as a business, <laughs> Microsoft, you, you see it. You know the Willy Wonka. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I, I certainly, I, I like the original one, too. And, and that's, I think that's what you're talking about. Listen, yes. here's, the, here's the thing. Mag, we got we got to go to you. You, you. You've been you've been purring in the corner like you're a nice uh, tiger, but you're really not. You're ready to scratch someone's eyes out and eat their face, and, <laughs> and, and you're going to do it. Listen, the, the 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 conversation at this point has been comical, uh, to be honest. But we we do have to talk about 
the numbers. And when you have a net worth of $600 billion, when you have $15.5 billion in bankable profit for the Microsoft, which is the, the, the whole umbrella, not the piece or the small one, when you hear Microsoft Xbox made $5 billion last year, right? The, the numbers all scream green. And I don't mean green for Xbox. I mean green for money. So when you have someone on the other side of the aisle telling you that, oh, no, Starfield is coming because they need PlayStation, I, I laugh in their face because they're, not, they're obviously not looking at the numbers. Is it safe to say after I presented my case with all of the facts and numbers, that if you want to play any of these Bethesda new titles that are coming out, you're going to have to buy an Xbox or, or PC or play on your TV or wherever. You're going to need more than just that for the play Bethesda because whatever else they got planned on, whatever they else are going to be buying very shortly, you're going to have to play all those games <laughs> on your Xbox, your PC, or your phone, or your tablet, or your Samsung TV. Sorry, not enough options for you. So you know what the thing is? Boom, you said it yourself. When I wanted a PlayStation game, when I had a reason to buy a PlayStation 4, a PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, there was, there was something that enticed me to get it. Right. And there was no option. There is no option. It was just you either buy it to play it or you don't get to play it. And nobody says a word. Everybody's like, yep, that's the way it goes. But then when the big dog comes in and says, by the way, we're buying all this. It's ours now. Well, you can't do that. You goddamn right they could do that. It's their money. They could do whatever they want. And let me put a disclaimer before I even get into this whole situation. Okay? Disclaimer. Any of you frauds in the comment section say whatever. Oh, Mag, you know, sound like a bunch of Xbots. We're not Xbots. Okay? We're talking about Xbox. But I bet you most of us on this panel have more PlayStation stuff than some of these toxic Sony guys out there. <laughs> and I'm going to call every single one of those frauds out because I'm not afraid it. to do that. Let me tell you something. I call it as I see it. When Sony screws up, I say it. When Xbox screws up, if you were tuned in the last week, you heard me. I tore Oh, them you heard all of shreds, us. Yes. Right? We tore Microsoft to shreds. Okay? And that's the way it goes. And if you don't like that way it goes, go find a safe space. Because this is not the place for it. This is a place for facts. And the facts are this. If this is what Microsoft is doing and they're spending this kind of money, investing this kind of money... They're doing it for themselves. It's not a charity, okay? This isn't the March of Dimes. You know, Microsoft's not out there in the streets throwing their money to all the people who need games. That's not the way it works, folks. This is big business. This is corporation, okay? This is how they operate. They are trying to draw you into their system. How the hell can you draw someone into your system Thank if you're you. handing out games to the competition? It yeah. doesn't make sense. Okay, it makes no sense at all. And be prepared for that fact. And I, I don't know what they're going to be purchasing. I know there's a lot of rumblings behind the scene. I'm going to keep my mouth shut until they say something. But let me tell you something. Bethesda ain't the only ones. And I think that some games that you've already seen trailers for, and I'm talking third-party AAA trailers you've seen in the past, guess what? They might not end up on PlayStation. And that's the way it goes. And it's I'm fine with that. 
because guess what? I support multiple. But at the same time, we've discussed this before. I understand the point that not all of everybody out there is as lucky as us. And I get it. I'm grateful every day for what I have in my life. Okay? Everything. I am grateful. And I understand that people can't afford multiple stuff all the time. However, they have taken down that financial wall because yes. I still don't know how rich or poor somebody is. I can't think of a single person who doesn't own a cell phone. I can't. I can't. I, I know people who live in shoeboxes and they got a brand new Samsung <laughs> S20. More importantly, you can't think of anybody without a Netflix sub. Yes, right, exactly. Indeed. Thank you very much. That, that that piggybacks right into what I was about to say. Exactly. And then on top of it, the, the, the subscription service. You're talking 15 bucks, 16 bucks. And people are like, oh, well, they're just going to raise it. Okay, they're going to raise it, just like everything else. Okay? Eventually, these things go up in price. I remember when I was like a teenager, okay, a Big Mac combo was like three bucks, four bucks. It's like $11 now, at least up here. But anyways, the point is this. All that stuff's going to happen, but they're giving you the options to play their products almost anywhere with something that you most likely already own. How much simpler and how much easier do you want it to get? The point is this, I think, is that it's all about narrative. And I think that they don't like the moves that Microsoft is making because it doesn't fit the narrative. Correct. I think what people like to do is to compartmentalize their thoughts and ideas into separate little boxes. So Sony PlayStation goes in this box. You're the champion. You sit in the gold box. Nintendo is the champion. You sit in the gold box. Xbox, you sit in the coal-colored black box over here in the corner. Okay, you sit in third place and you just shut up. But then Microsoft is coming out of that box. Okay? Microsoft came out of that box. And guess yeah. what you did? You kept poking that box with a with a stick. Man, I almost said the F word. They, <laughs> they poked that box with a stick way too many times. And guess what happened? Now they came out of the box. And they've been like, you better stop poking us. And they did. And then they came out of that box. And now people don't like it. People don't like it because now you awoke the beast. I said this three years ago. I said, I think this is an old Japanese saying from World War II, when just after Pearl Harbor. What did the Japanese general say? He goes, I, I, one of them said, I think we achieved victory. The other one said, all I think we've done is woken a sleeping giant. Okay? And that's what you did. You awoke a sleeping giant, and Jeez. now you've got people with the money and the clout to put your lights out. I don't care what corporation it is. Okay, Microsoft is taking Google on right now in Australia, and usually everybody's afraid of Google. Microsoft ain't afraid of Google. Satya Nadella sat there right there on the phone with the Prime Minister of uh, Prime Minister of Australia talking about he's like, yeah, don't worry about Google. Bing will take over your country. They ain't afraid. So now you've got people with this kind of resources, money, and backing behind them. You best believe they are coming to win. This is not a charity. This is not kumbaya anymore this is they're coming to win and they are going to dominate mark my words yeah no i can mean i i, 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 I think you're on to something I, you want to you want you want to add yeah, something yeah, to just, yeah i just want to add a, a, another point to this and i think i've just i just like to just thinking about like the the psychological aspect of some of what we see in some of these arguments we see here and i and 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 mag you touched on something that made me think about this I was just having this conversation the other day. You said that people have these certain expectations where they put um, different, you know, companies in different boxes. Yeah. And I think it, it really, it really sort of uh, 
hails back to people's people are just afraid of change and they express that in different ways right so the industry changing meaning moving things towards a subscription model um that is just different and i think that it just makes people nervous so they they push back against it not for any other reason than it is different and a lot of the times that people push back against change is because they understand the world a certain way and they've made a place and they benefit from the way things are today so you'll see a lot of these 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 guys that or and girls that will see uh, the moves that Microsoft's making that are making that are different from what, because to me right now, Sony, they're great, but they're doing what has always worked, right? And what has always worked will not work forever. And so when they see things like Game Pass and the moves that they're making, they sort of, they don't, they don't realize that they don't like to see it because the, 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 the change scares them and you know, there may be a new guard taking over, right? Can I ask and, you a question, Everborn? Yeah, go ahead. About what you just said there. Sorry, I'm boom. I'm going to kind of go back and forth with this guy. Yeah, for a that's second. quite all right. That's it. This is this is a conversational <laughs> podcast. Go crazy. Now, you said something very interesting. I'm done yelling, by the way. So now I'm just going to talk like a, <laughs> I, I'm going to talk like a normal human being. Now. I thought I was about to get yelled at. <laughs> no, no, God, no, no, no. I was no. going to apologize. I'm sorry. Like, what you're saying is that what? Like, I see exactly what you're saying. Where you know the trajectory is heading into a different direction. Right. It's no it's no longer the traditional route. Now, the traditional routes will always be there. Like, for example, you look at like music, OK, with Spotify and everything else and, you know, and, uh, and iTunes and everything. You could still buy a CD if you really want. You know, they're out there, but it's much more difficult and it almost seems pointless. Right. Compared to a Spotify where you can get millions of uh, uh, sorry, access to millions of music uh, tunes and and songs and whatever else. And you could see that this is where the video game industry is going. Now, however, that we being saw the said, movie, we saw the movie and the movie industry is going through this as we speak. Yes. Well, it's here's the thing. That's what I was getting at. I, before the pandemic, I take my family of four to a movie theater, cost me a hundred dollars plus to go to the movies for an hour and a half to go see cars three. Okay. And a hundred and something, whatever bucks. That's nine months of Netflix. That's 10 months of Disney Plus. Yes. And think of the endless amount of content and entertainment you're getting in that 10 months. Look at what happened now. We just got The Mandalorian. We've got WandaVision. We've got uh, uh, Victor Soldier coming up in March. We've got Mandalorian Season 3 coming in, in, in November. You've got Boba Fett coming in December. This, that's, okay, just naming those five shows... Never mind all the other Marvel shows and everything else. Just those five shows is what cost me to go see Cars 3 for an hour and a half. So and you see that people are going to start talking, speaking with their wallets. They're not going to speak. without. Now, like I said, I'm not talking. I am not shit-talking Sony at all. I really am not. I'm actually going after extremely toxic people who are just trying to cause trouble. That's all I go after. I got no problem with Sony. If this is the way Sony wants to do the PS5 generation, where it's going to be $80 a game for me, <laughs> then I will be more selective with what I buy. Right. I will buy a God of War day one. However, I might wait a month or two to get Days Gone 2. 
Or Returnal, for instance. Now, Returnal, Returnal, I'm not going to buy Returnal at $80. Yeah, but not for $70, you're not. Yeah. I will wait till $40 bucks yeah. when well, it goes on sale. Put it in PS Plus. Yeah, exactly. Right, put it in PS Plus. So I'd be more selective. Anyways, I'm done talking, but that, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and, and that's the point, right? We, so the, the, there is a new world coming, right? And you're either going to be at the forefront of that world, or you're still going to be clutching on to the days of old. And I think that's what we're seeing with a lot of people. And then they find some selective logic to go along and back up what they're talking about. Right. And I and, and and I could go on for more about that, because I think that that's happening in a lot more places than just the video game industry. But please go on because uh, I'll take up all the time. Yeah, no, that's OK. We'll, we'll, we'll bring you back in. And real quick, just to add, to, I'm not sure if you guys saw this again. This is a little off subject. They just announced that uh, the Black Panther, the Wakanda stories. That's right. Yeah. Is coming to hey. Disney Plus. Directed nice. by Ryan Coogler as well. Ryan Coogler is directing. Hey, hey, right. hey, hey, boom. You know where it's not coming to? Netflix or HBO Max. Everborn wins it tonight. <laughs> he, yeah, he get winning comment of the evening, Everborn. Thank you, but sir. Don't they, but don't they want Black Panther to be on every platform? They, they yeah, do. Why is it on Hulu? They, they spent $4 billion for Marvel. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's 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 funny. It, it's definitely funny. Clowns, let's bring clowns into the conversation here. Clowns, look, you unfortunately uh, have also been roped into these conversations. You, you know, you run a very popular podcast. This has been a hot topic, and I think that we're going to close the door on the topic tonight uh, and for good. Uh, I think that I waited for the financials to come out. They're there. You know, Xbox, the division, worth $600 billion. Bankable, $15.5 billion. Double, a double plus, by the way, what they spent on Bethesda. I think it's clear, but I want to hear it from you. Does Microsoft need Sony like a lot of the community is suggesting? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Microsoft does not need Sony. Sony needs Microsoft at this point going forward. I mean, look at the numbers. The numbers don't lie. You guys are numbers guys, right? Microsoft, uh, Xbox has enough money to buy PlayStation. They yes. really do. They could just buy it outright if they ever felt like it. Not saying that Sony would sell it because it's like their only uh, golden egg right now. But, Microsoft, but Xbox could quadruple playstation in a day so no absolutely not microsoft and xbox don't need playstation for anything at all the only thing it serves is as competition so that both companies keep striving to move forward all this console war talk oh well playstation has higher attach rates to this playstation sold more and more home blah 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 you can say that all you want but at the end of the day who's making that money right yeah i mean true. nintendo's making that money <laughs> well yeah i mean that's true we can't deny nintendo's making that money but if anything PlayStation should go to Microsoft and be like, man, guys, you guys are really raking in the cash. Can we get PS Now on uh, Xbox? Can we make some sort of deal to get PS Now on Xbox? Wow, you guys are raking in the deal. How do we make as much money as you guys? I got news for you. If that ever happened, you're going to have people throwing themselves off bridges. Okay. Well, hey, hey uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, newsflash, they just came to Microsoft and said, hey, can we? Can we make some money off of Xbox with MLB? Yes. Yeah. Or, 
MLB MLB was more in charge of that, right? Yeah, like they, yeah they, they, they literally. Well, the, the way the way it worked, and I, and I know this for an absolute fact. The way it worked with MLB was this. So it's a great game. It's it, it's an ama- It was an amazing exclusive. It was. I mean, it it is the the baseball game. What wind up happening is. Major League Baseball was pulling the license because, unfortunately, they were only selling like two or three million copies per year, uh, and they weren't making their money back. And, and and they had an exclusive deal. They thought that Sony was the, was going to sell fifteen million per a year, and that was in fact the case. Baseball is an is a niche video game. It, it that's that's the truth. So now that it's going to be open to the uh, PC, it's going to be open to Xbox, and I think they even may eventually bring it over to the Switch if they if they can get it to work. You're going to have instead of two million per per year, potentially five, six, seven, eight million. So that that's why that wind up happening. But clowns, anything else you'd like to add uh, to uh, the, the, the conversation before we move on to uh, Cybernox and uh, Tempest Sun? Just popped out. Yeah, he had to go. He put a little uh, message on the chat. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll message yeah, him. Right. But you know what? I I do want to say this, right? I mean, we're seeing massive growth for xbox and microsoft in general we see the numbers right we see the 600 billion 18 million game pass subscribers we see that you know they're up in hardware sales they're up in game services sales so microsoft is doing something right you can sit here and tell me till i'm blue in the face that oh sony's gonna put microsoft out of business oh xbox actually ain't gonna sell it doesn't matter at this point which console sells more it matters on the software side, what sells the most. And it seems like that Microsoft and Xbox knows what to do. Well, number one with subscription services and number two, with software, they got the, they got the market cornered. And the funniest thing that always cracks me up is anytime I hear somebody that's very toxic on Twitter, talk about PlayStation and say, Oh, well, I'm playing, I'm playing this on PlayStation. I'm not getting in that Microsoft ecosystem or the Xbox ecosystem. Did you ever turn on your PC, dude? Because, like, Xbox is built now into the Windows 10 operating system. You ever turn it on? Because if you did and you have a Windows operating system, you're part of the Xbox ecosystem, whether you like it or not. I mean, so you can sit here and whine all day long, but when you purchased your PC and you paid a license fee for that Windows 10 on there, you're paying a portion to Microsoft and Xbox at the end of the day to use their services. So why not use them if you're paying already from the start? I mean, you guys crack me up out there. You really, really crack me up. You just turn a blind eye to all this simple stuff, but you're all built into that ecosystem already, whether you realize it or not. Yeah, no, and that's that's really the sad part of it is the fact that you get these console warriors looking to, to, to fight this invisible fight i don't know who they're fighting with most of the people that they're arguing with own multiple consoles like i i I just don't (laughs) understand the conversation but cybernox let's bring let's bring you in on conversation here look you've heard everyone's uh um you know opinion on it but i want you to come from a different angle i I want you to take the angle from uh from a a playstation owner's uh point of view you know we have many we have heard many stories that people didn't own a playstation 4 but that one game made them Mm -hmm. buy a PlayStation 4. now whether that be days gone god of war the last of us 2 um whatever take your flavor someone bought a a bought a console for a game right that wasn't a playstation player 
I I think the I think that we're going to see, and I, and I've been saying this for quite some time. This is a drum I've been banging for a while. I think that this generation, the, the new generation that we're in, that started in uh, early November, you're going to see more dual console homes than you ever seen before. And I say that because obviously Sony is they want to sell 100 million PlayStation 5s. Of course they do. But I think what you're going to see is a lot of those PlayStation players are not going to be able to ignore the quote unquote bangers on the Xbox. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, all of those bangers are going to be roped into a $15 a month. They don't have to buy the game. They basically have to have Netflix. If you're a PlayStation player, do you, do you see the argument that you're that you will just eventually buy an Xbox to play games that you can't play on your PlayStation Five? Well, one hundred percent. You know, and I, I was going to mention a, a point in regards to Microsoft. And this is, and and if you think about it, if you're a PlayStation fan, why wouldn't you be screaming at Sony to implement the yes. same tactics? that Xbox has done with Xbox Game Pass. It's like a no-brainer. You know, if we think about it, if we look at the, at the numbers here, because these numbers are extremely impressive. Like, if you are any company to see the growth that Microsoft has seen, it, you would be oh, you'd be over the moon. It would be, your company would be, you know, everybody would be freaking sipping champagne, popping champagne. Everybody would be living the high life. But I, I want to go back to something um, that uh, Everborn said. And he said, you know, everyone is trying to implement uh, a subscription service or adapt uh, a service like Game Pass, right? PlayStation has had that service as well. They just don't know what to do with it. They don't want to follow the same guidelines as Xbox, which I don't know why. Uh, they have I some of tell the you big, why when you're done. Yeah, yeah. Some of the big, oh, yeah, I think I know why too. But they have some of the biggest names, they have some of the biggest games. Like, why not implement that same idea? They tried it with God of War, left it on there only a couple of months, and took it out. I don't yeah, 90 understand. Day, it, was there, it was there three 90 months, day, 90 days three months, took it yeah, 90 yeah. days. Now, let's in September, guys, Xbox Game Pass was 15 million subscribers strong, it grew approximately 1 million subscribers a month till this report came out. It's up to 18 million now. That's insane growth. People, which means that people are subscribing to the service and they're staying in the service. Why? Yes. Because the value is there. It's non-deniable. It's, and if I was a PlayStation fan, going back to your point, boom, why wouldn't PlayStation do the same? So just in the way for PlayStation has made them money, yes. Has it has it been making them Microsoft and Xbox division money? I, I don't know no. now. Nope. You look at Ghost of, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I think it sold approximately like five million from uh, from July to I think the end of the year or sometime last year. And it, if you count that at sixty bucks, that's six uh, six hundred six hundred million. No. Yes. Yeah, six hundred million. No, five at five million, right? That's three hundred million. Sorry, three hundred million, and that's just you know. And then after the game gets out of the main media and people move on to their next thing, the the sales of the games drop off. Yeah. So why not use a service like Game Pass? And listen, Xbox, 
they they found something special here with Game Pass. They're providing people with content. People like the the service. They like what they you know, kind of like what Mag and Everborn and everyone else has been alluding to. They like playing that subscription a month and seeing all the options that they have. And now they have day and day in there. Like how many people played Gears? on gears five on xbox game pass i was one of them you know i won't lie like i I was you know so and then that's you multiply that by millions of other people and they they'll stay on the service now xbox has been having a tremendous um accomplishment here with game pass and the numbers just keeps growing so with their purchase with what's going on with bethesda and them you guys hit the nail in the head they spent 7.5 billion on bethesda they could do whatever the hell they want yeah, listen, Microsoft. Uh, if you're mad about it, listen. If you're mad about it, go talk to a damn wall because ain't nobody trying to hear you right now. All right, they are giving you every single option for you to play whatever they put in the service. You can play on a console, you can play on a computer, you can play on a phone, you can play on a tablet, you're gonna be able to play on a TV. Like, if you don't want to get into the service, that's gonna be your problem just because you want to hold true to one console. That's going to be on you because the options are going to be there. You know, PlayStation does have an opportunity here as well to implement a service like Game Pass. The reason why they're not doing it, I think Everborn's going to let us all know. But, man, Xbox is killing it right now. The numbers don't lie, people. The numbers don't lie. No, they certainly don't. Uh, real quick, I want to thank a couple people who dropped Super Chats. And first of all, Cal Tattoo drops an outstanding $5 Super Chat. And he says this, and this is awesome. I love hearing comments like this because it really does warm the heart. He says, hey, Boom, been watching the podcast for about a month now and love the panel and how consistent the content is. Much love. Well, do thank you so much for the compliment. But more importantly, thank you for the generosity. I am super stoked to know that you are digging the content because uh, this is a passion project of mine that I started uh, on a whim, man. I really did. I kind of just threw, threw it out there and hope, hopefully something was going to stick. And here I am three and a half years later and I got a bit of a network going. So I uh, thank you, bro. I appreciate that. And Bounty Boom, generous friend of the show, he drops an additional $2 super chat and says, hit that like button. Great show. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you for being here as always. Um, uh, Everborn, before we move on to the baseball topic, and again, this is a small one. You wanted to add anything to the conversation? Yeah, so so um, cyber. See, the thing is, you know, people. I everybody. The reason you don't well, there's two reasons why you don't see Sony doing this right now. Firstly, is because their fan base keeps telling them they yeah. would rather pay seventy dollars for games. Yeah. So if they're listening to their fan base, they're happy to spend this money, which is fantastic, right? But the other reason is Game Pass, as I said earlier, is a five. X Cloud, let's call X Cloud a 10 year bet, right? Mm -hmm. To have it on TVs, to have your your back catalog be accessible through the cloud. Because right now it's only in game, it's only what you what's in the Game Pass subscription that you can play in X Cloud, but at some point it will be your entire library. So you'll be able to buy a game, either play it on your console or play it in the in X Cloud, whether it's in Game Pass or not at some point, right? They have to release it on TVs, they have to release it on all those things. And again, they are looking for a 100 plus million subscriber count over the course of the next X number of years, right? And the threshold is gonna be self-sustaining. Exactly, Mm -hmm. until they get there, they are 
technically in the they're in the investment mode now, but they have the capital. Companies like Microsoft or Google, but Google doesn't really have a, a the stomach for these long-term investments. But companies like Microsoft have the capital to make 10-year bets. So they can throw billions of dollars into this thing until it hits the critical mass where it becomes self-sustaining. Sony cannot do that. Right. Their, their games have 100, 200 million dollar production budgets and they need that day one or month one revenue where they'll make the 300 million off of a $150 million production budget. That's their business model. If mm -hmm. they were to put it in a service that, that couldn't sustain itself on its own day one, they would, they're not, they don't have the wallet like Microsoft to do something right. like that. So what I suspect they are going to do is wait. They are going to let Microsoft take all the arrows, do all the R&D and build Game Pass into the, the cultural psyche of, of everyone in the right. gaming community. And then once we're used to shelling out that money day and date and, and Microsoft hits 50 million, 100 million, 150 million, and gamers just look at that as a new way to play, then you will see Sony do it because then they will be able to post large subscription numbers. But until then, until PlayStation now has 20, 40, 50, 100 million subs, they're not going to do it because they just can't afford to. Yeah, it's well, not going to take too long. Too long yeah, of a yeah. like they're seeing the growth right now, they're seeing the success of Xbox Game Pass right now. And if Sony wants those, let's say they say that after three months of of a of a launch of a game, that's that's where it ends, right? That's where it's, you're gonna start seeing the initial drop. So why not? after the three months six months go ahead and double dip a lot of people say why don't they just double dip release the game first and then throw it into a service a subscription because service. At that, if people get wind of that if they won't buy the game that, yeah i know right. i gotta wait three months i could wait yeah right sony's gotta figure something out though with this sooner than two or three years from now because once all those triple a games start dropping of all these acquisitions from xbox that value proposition uh, if you compare everything that's on one platform versus paying 70 bucks for each exclusive on the mm -hmm. other, it's going to be astounding because it's only going to get larger and larger yes. of a gap. Yeah. Uh, so they got to figure it out sooner than later. They got they got to put their heads together because all these acquisitions and like Mag was saying, there's something else we think is coming. Uh, we don't know what that's going to be. But if you compound all this stuff and put it on this service and it's just going to keep giving us all this content. Which gaming, I think, is is made more for subscriptions and is better uh, as a model for subscriptions than any other platform. Better than movies, better than TV shows, because gaming is a library of games that you go back to. You replay things, you keep them, especially with backwards compatibility. You keep playing these even older games that play better now. You keep going back to these things, and you don't want to lose your library of stuff, right? Yes. It's not like a TV show or a movie. You watch it, oh, okay, you know, like well, you'll wait right. till Stranger Things comes out and you'll you'll resubscribe for that month right or whatever if you unsubscribe from game pass i lose gears 5 i lose forza uh horizon 4 i lose uh master chief collection uh all, all of this stuff right and that's gonna grow so massive and if sony keeps 
doing the current model of $70 for two or three games a year that are exclusive on that platform compared to what's coming from Xbox, it's going to be a very interesting time over there in that world. So yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. But let me just add one more thing. I don't know what the threshold number is for Xbox Game Pass subscribers for Microsoft to be self-sustaining. Just on, you know, they'll be getting so much money every month that won't matter. But I've seen a couple of people in the chat um, saying that they might even hit 40 million subscribers this year. If they hit 50 million and let's say that, you know, where everyone subbed that at ten dollars there. No, that's us. And we stay there for a whole year. That's six billion dollars alone just for Game Pass at the fifty million threshold. That's insane amount of money. Yeah, a year no, just it, for it, one it, service. It's insane. Plus whatever people buy, you know, it's insane, man. It's crazy. That's not, that's without console sales or peripheral uh, exactly. sales or exactly. or anything else. It, it, people, it, it, people are still gonna buy games. Boom. You know, yes, we all do yeah. it. Look, we all do. Just, yeah, I know. Look at, look at a testament of our backlogs. I hate when people also say. Oh, if it's on uh, if it's on Game Pass, I'll just play it later. How many people buy games day one and they'll never play it for a month, two months, three months, six months, a year? Because they either they get distracted, play something, they move on to something else. Or it's the same thing with Game Pass. It, Game Pass is there, and they you have the service where you can you can play it at your own time. And trust me, I know all about time right now because I ain't got no time for myself. So <laughs> it's a, it, it's great for me, you know? Let and me, people me... spend that 70 bucks, that 60 bucks, and then they'll only go to play the game when the game is like $10. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, yeah. it's insane, man. Let me, let me just add another, another you know, uh, uh, arrow in, into the quiver here. So I, I think a lot of people don't understand how... Uh, sort of broadly encompassing this uh, Xbox strategy is here, right? When you start to think about what the reason for the push on backwards compatibility was, and then you tie that to the idea of they want to build a catalog in their streaming service, right? So if you have a heavy push on backwards compatibility, that those are more games in your service, right? And then you think about what they're doing with the Series S to have a console that more people can buy, which by the way, I think the Series S is gonna go down to 249. It's definitely going to and I think they know yeah. that they're 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 supply constrained and they're gonna sell everything there they can make. So they're kind of making their money at 299. But uh when it matters, I think it'll be 249. And a lot of people think that that system won't hold up, won't sort of uh, last for the entire generation, but that's before you start to think about that super resolution technology they're using and the uh, sample or feedback streaming, yes. where where they can sort of um, sort of basically um, use a lower resolution image. It's like DLSS on the uh, Nvidia cards. Yes, and exactly. that technology is going to keep the Series S going for the the entire generation, I think. All of these things are connected and they're all to as a, a means to, to uh, add to this service that they are trying to build. And again, there, there may be more studios coming, but I, I said this a little bit last week, which is I think that 23 is enough. 23 and 35 teams is enough. Not that they won't buy more, but I think we do get 
really focused on what the next acquisition is as opposed to what they're going to do with what they have. And I think we should keep our eyes on what's coming from the studios they have, right? It's like we have so much and then we're thinking about what, what's after Bethesda. I want to know how big is Starfield going to be? And I yeah. want to know how much of a phenomenon uh, Halo Infinite's going to be and what is Gear 6 going to have in store and how amazing is Perfect Dark and and uh, Fable going to yeah. be. Yeah. So I think we, I just want to, if, if, if possible, if just we as fans, like let's focus on making sure that Microsoft or Xbox specifically delivers on what they have in house before. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless they get Capcom, then you're going to see me talking about it. <laughs> but yeah, but I, let's I, focus on what they have. Cause I think that yeah. the, the, the constant focus on who's next signifies that we're not satisfied with the stable of uh, 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 of IPs and studios they have. And I am more than satisfied with that. I just want to see them start hitting the three and four AAA game of the year contenders yeah. uh, every year. Their and, next and, name is extremely important, you know? Yeah. No, listen, I, I'll put it to this way. What, what we're, we're going to see the fruits of the labor and and I know a lot of people are frustrated, and a lot of the naysayers are like, "Well, they've had since 2018." Well, folks, if you're going to make a AAA banger, Sony usually takes six years to make their games—five and six years, sometimes longer. Um, so, you know, we're we're coming into where the games are going to now start dropping, and Game Pass, the the value proposition is going to go through the roof. And I think what Mav said was perfect. I think people at Sony are going to have to eventually. Reevaluate their way of doing sales because, again, having only three bangers to to make your money back and 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 and, and listen, they're spending a lot of money on these exclusive deals. You, you don't if you don't think that the, Square Enix didn't lock down Final Fantasy 16 for a couple of pennies and a nickel. You know what I'm saying? Sony had to pay bank for that, dude. They had to pay bank to um, Gearbox. To have the uh, man, I bought it. I don't even remember the name of it. The game that came out for the PlayStation Five that was supposed to be like the Destiny killer, and it's awful. I'm playing it now, and it's awful. It's just awful. Um, but listen, we we are we are at the cusp of 15 minutes left of the show, and what I want to do is I just I, I, this is going to be a little different ending, and I kind of want people just to jump in as they as they want. Uh, MLB the show which was a big exclusive on, of course, the PlayStation 3, the PlayStation 4, and obviously the, would have been the PlayStation 5. And we know that that is no longer um, uh, an exclusive. It is now being developed for Microsoft. It's being developed for the PC. And obviously, there were a lot of people in their fields over this because obviously people care about exclusives. And, and we were just talking about exclusives. And I, I know that this was a part of the conversation. Well, you see... MLB is on on Xbox, so Xbox guests, so Xbox games can be on PlayStation. It's really not it, it's, that's not going to happen. Uh, the reason why that happened is because MLB was going to pull the license away from Sony because they just weren't making enough money. Um, question of question for the panel: Jump in whenever you want. Um, are you buying MLB the show for Xbox, or is it a game that's just too niche for you to get involved with? Can I can I just answer okay, this yeah. very quickly? Yeah, and the answer is no. It has nothing to do with um, 
the fact that I don't like baseball, uh, <laughs> but it has everything to do with I don't like sports. I didn't buy Madden. I don't buy 2K, and I'm definitely not getting a baseball game. I have you nothing against FIFA. Come on, man. Not not FIFA. Not at all. Not, uh, I didn't buy any of those either. Yeah. I don't need it. Don't care. But more power to everybody who likes it. I just don't care about any sports games. I mean, listen, that's fair. That's fair. I, I would much rather play a game like you see me playing, uh, which I put over 70 hours into this since my game of the year, Immortals Phoenix Rise, and I'd much rather play that than play baseball. Uh, I mean, I used to be a big Madden fan. I just think Madden has not uh, advanced enough for me to enjoy the game anymore. I, I was hoping that uh, 2K, the I mean, if you remember the NFL 2K games, 2008, oh, yeah, oh my yeah. God, it was so freaking good, man. I wish 2K would have gotten the license back, but of course the NFL screwed everyone and licensed it exclusively back to Madden, which is a kind exclusive. of the same thing that's happening with MLB, right? Or was happening until this point, right? Boom. Yes. Like uh, Madden now has the licenses, the licensing uh, agreement or contract to, to the NFL, and MLB had an exclusive with PlayStation until they said, "Oh, enough is enough." But uh, you know, Madden is a whole different th- beast, but I'll, I'll just mention this. Yeah, I'll just mention this real quick. I, I only play the only sports game I actually play is FIFA. Like, if you know my profile, if you know my background, FIFA is the only game I play. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not that into baseball. It's a little bit bizarre seeing you know, uh, PlayStation Studios on an Xbox, uh, 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 you know, uh, b- you know, box or you know, game, but hey. You know, good for everyone that enjoys a good baseball game that there there hasn't been a good baseball game on Xbox for I don't even know how long. Oh, it's uh, probably since the OG Xbox. Uh, MLB 2K uh, was the last (laughs) games that I played. It was on the 360. Um, They were we had a lot of fun online leagues. I mean, they didn't review amazing. They were like in the sevens and stuff, but that they were a lot of fun. So and then they lost that. They stopped. Actually, I don't know if they lost it, but they just decided to stop making them like. They weren't making money on it or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you, you know what I wonder though? Like I, I wonder if the NFL and and maybe you know MLB and all all these other um, companies that license out uh, the their their games, the rights to their games to single companies. I wonder if they're going to look at how successful Disney is by opening up the Star Wars license. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. Disney. Yeah, but- Disney left it with with uh, EA for I, I don't know how many years, and now there's so much excitement about an Ubisoft game, maybe a Sony or a Microsoft exclusive game, and now everyone's going to take a crack at it. And I think if they're successful, you may see. I don't know how ironclad that uh, NFL agreement is with EA, but maybe they think that maybe they start to see. Hey, we should open this thing up for for uh, more, you know more studios to 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 go and take a crack at it they loosened it up a bit because 2k got the rights to make a arcade style football game based on the nfl so that that's going to be coming so we're going to see uh what they're going to do like a blitz remember blitz that was great yeah it was really good i need nba jam back that i would that's a sports game i would play yeah i I, love that game um you know i was just thinking about something uh, speaking of which do you think that maybe that um, these third-party developers or publishers, uh, excuse me, anything that's basically not not locked down by Sony or Microsoft, do you think that maybe they will, instead of going with the exclusivity deal, start to spread this out if MLB the show is 
uh, turns out to be successful. I, I, I think you might be onto something with that. Yeah, I, I, I actually do. I, I think that you're going to see. See, you got to remember uh, when Disney's um, head from Marvel Entertainment for uh, Electronics said, "We want you to play in our world." Uh, I called for Phil Spencer <clears throat> to to have them get a Marvel IP. Uh, and I still do. I, I, I'd love to see the Coalition do a Punisher game or something. You know what I'm saying? Or or something like that. Uh, but I think what you're going to start seeing is you can't deny that if you give the ability to release an IP on a multitude of consoles, you're going to make more money. It's, it's, it's simple mathematics. Um and I think that you're going to see a lot of different takes on Star Wars. You know, Knights of the Old Republic is rumored to be in development, right? And they're like, uh, Jason Schreier reported that it's, a, it's, a, it's not a household name. I, I still think that it's Xbox, to be honest with you. I'm, I still think that it might be in exile. That's my, my, my shot at it because they're, they're not a household name. But I, I think you're going to start to see, like, even Sony could potentially get a, 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 a Star Wars game for their console and their fans and have one of their you know naughty dog make it for instance i think a naughty dog a lot of people are going to boo me for that because they don't like neil Druckmann, but you can't deny the 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 talent at that studio you know what i'm saying i mean for i mean right now Corey barlog is rumored to be doing a space game well i mean if the the director of god of the director of God of War is going to do a Star Wars game. I'll sign the dollar line right now. You know what I'm saying? So, um, listen. Hey, one other thing before yes. before we get the boo birds to come in here, <laughs> I know that we are saying that yes, you'll make more money by releasing IPs on multiple yeah, that's platforms, a, yeah. but that's it's not the same no. as 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 Sony or Microsoft keeping things exclusive as a platform holder. As a publisher, it makes perfect sense. As a platform holder. It makes no sense. Yeah, but it, it makes. I just want to shut. I want to preemptively shut down that argument. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, and I'll and I'll add to that argument before we do the outros. Um, it, 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 the, when you're trying to sell a service to, it's it's like this. If you have a burger joint, now I'm not talking McDonald's. I'm talking about you, you're a mom and pop burger place, right? And your secret sauce is a recipe from grandma's grandma that everyone loves. You, because you're you're not going to let someone else sell your burger. You're not going to put that bur- that burger in my in McDonald's. You're just not. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's the easiest way to do it. So if you're trying to sell a service like Xbox Game Pass, and you say to a PlayStation player, "Well, for fifteen dollars a month, you can, you know, get this game," but we know Sony players like paying seventy dollars. They'll they'll just buy the game on the PlayStation Five. They won't subscribe to your service. They just won't. So what you, wh- how you get these people to come over and play in your yard is you tell them, well, all the toys are over here, over there. Well, they have toys, and they're really nice toys, but they're limited. So if you want all of the to- toys that range from 99-cent joints to the FAO Schwartz $300 joints, you can come hang out with us. And people are going to come hang out with you because you have a wide range of genres that go from single developed uh indie titles to quadruple a bangers whereas sony and this is not a shot at them because i love i love my sony first party games they have their exclusive two or three exclusives a year and pretty much that's it 
you know. Mm-hmm. So again, that's that that we'll, we'll leave the conversation there, folks. This has been a great show. I hope you enjoyed it. We had almost four hundred people here, which is freaking awesome. Um, what I want to do is um, I'm going to do the outros, and normally I close out with the primetime gaming, but I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek of the new intro designed by Dinero Panero. Uh, if you don't know who this guy is and you are a YouTuber, you're a content creator, you're someone that is looking to potentially come into being a content creator, there is no better talent than what he has done for my channel. I mean, obviously now, I, for years I've been using, uh, of course, Graphic God, who is still an amazing artist, and he's done all of my work. But I had some intros done by De Niro, and quite frankly, it's. I'm going to show you the one for the the, the new uh, the the new Xbox show I launched a couple of weeks ago called Xbox One on One, and we're going to close out with that. But let's get into the outros. We're going to start with Mav. Um, fun speculation. Uh, let, 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 why don't you do me a favor and tell everyone not only about yourself but your channel and where could people check out incredible um, Xbox content? Yeah, thanks, Boom. Uh, so. Yeah, my name is Mav, and you can find me on the Fun Speculation YouTube channel, um, also on Twitter, at Fun Speculation as well, uh, where we have a podcast on Friday nights. It hits at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and it's called the Xbox Ultimate Podcast. We talk all things Xbox. We have some awesome guys on there. Uh, friends of you, Boom, uh, we have 3-Bit. Uh, nice. You know, yeah, I love Video 3-bit. Games HD on Twitter. Uh, Pong Soul, he's he's on the uh, panel as well. Uh, we got uh, Assassin Lupa is on nice. the panel. Oh, great. Um, awesome. As well. Uh, we got my wife, Caitlin, is actually there. Very um, nice, also. dude. Um, so we have, uh, there's five of us on there now. So we kind of started the show back in July. Um, and I was doing it by myself, just talking for an hour by myself, taping it. And, and it, it's hard to talk for an hour by yourself without is. screwing up. But did it. You know, episode 15, we went started doing a panel and, and going from there. And it's been fun. It's been growing. And, and it's been a great time. Uh, I learned from guys like you, Boom. So it's awesome to actually Thank be you, here bro. on the show. Also with support from my main man, Clowns, which is another place you can find me on Four Guys with Quarters because uh, – few months back for some reason he thought i would be a good idea to put me on his show which is awesome and i I love that dude so um yes you can also catch me streaming i stream quite a bit i figured hey i'm sitting here playing games i have the camera i have the setup uh why not just be there while i'm playing to hang out with some awesome people so i stream quite a bit actually usually every night um so come and hang out with me while I stream some games and on Friday nights for the Xbox Ultimate Podcast. And I'm four guys on Tuesdays. Nice, nice. Well, listen, dude, we're going to try and move some uh, some views and some subs over to you. Uh, I, I heard one of your shows. I thought it was fantastic. I think that you guys are very fair. I think that uh, you have great banter between the group of the conversations. And I think that people should, if you enjoy what you found uh, him talking about on today's show, you should definitely head over to check out his show, which airs live Friday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks, Mav. Definitely appreciate you being here. And, of course, like I've said many times before, you're on the show once. You got the golden ticket. We'll get you back on here on an upcoming episode. Uh, Everborn Saga, why don't you do me a favor, brother? Tell everyone where they can reach out to you for a conversation and, more importantly, potentially sign up to be a contributor to the Everborn Saga through 
your uh, through your your um, what, what do you got going on? We got the Kickstarter. Kickstarter, yes. So you're yes. doing the Kickstarter. You got the animation going. It looks amazing, dude. It looks really, really good. Tell everybody about that, bro. Okay, so first of all, if you want to get a hold of me on the Twitter, I mean in the tweet streets, you can catch me at Steve AM, like the morning time, Johnson. That's over there on Twitter. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with what we're doing and see new pages, we post pages every two days uh, from the comics we're working on. You can follow the Everborn on Instagram. And you can check out everbornsaga.com if you want to buy some of our current books. But please, please, please do us a favor. Check out the link in this description below my name and click on that link to sign up and be notified about the Kickstarter that we have uh, coming up. It goes live on February 28th. Uh, it is for Ariel's Adventure. That's a new series in the Everborn saga. Everborn is for connected stories that that uh, follow different characters. They've each got their own comic series and it tells the same story from a different vantage point. So there's also a game coming and we're working on a pilot animation for an anime series. You can see a little bit of the video for an intro that we did in that Kickstarter link. So uh, please check it out. And again, please sign up to be notified. We got 26 people watching right now. I wanna get it to 100 people watching before we launch on February 28th. So uh, thank you for coming out. And also don't forget to hit the like button right now. I know it's still a bunch of us in here, but uh, please help the brother Broom out and please uh, help me tell this story. I, I saw what uh, George Lucas is doing and I said, hold my beer. I wanna do something bigger. So that's the plan. Help me out, guys. Yes. Appreciate it. Well, thank you for being here every week. We definitely appreciate it. You're definitely a great addition to the show. Mag, why don't you tell us about where the people could potentially watch one of your wacky videos <laughs> on Twitter. Check you out on Noof's Gaming After Dark on I, I always mess this up. Is it Tuesdays or is it Wednesdays? It is Tuesday nights, okay, actually. So it is Tuesdays because I know he's changed it once or twice. Noof, I know you're going to kill me, but we're definitely going to get you on. You're definitely on with Noof's show, which is great. After Dark, uh, you have a great uh, panel over there, and you also have great guests. I think you have somebody else coming from this panel potentially on oh, this week's show. Tell everyone about where they can check that out and reach out to you on social media. Well, yes, guys, it was a pleasure tonight. Mav, it was a pleasure to be with you. And you know how many times I jumped when uh, when uh, Boom's going, and Mav, and I'm like, oh, it's me. And I'm like, oh, no, he's talking about the other one, the Mav, not the Mag. Uh, yeah, anyways, it was a pleasure <laughs> to work with you tonight. It was wonderful. Chat, you were awesome as always. And, yes, you could follow me on Twitter at the Middle Age Game Guy. That's with a G-Y at the end. And, of course, you can catch me here every Monday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on gaming. Uh, excuse me. My goodness, primetime gaming with Mr. Boomstick XL and friends. Tuesday night, you can find me 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Noof Nukem, Titan Drago. And this week, we have Cybernox joining us Woo! on Gaming After Dark. That's right. So I hope he's prepared. I hope he's wearing uh, his uh, adult diapers because it's going to be a wild show. Um, also, <laughs> on the PlayStation 5 and on the Xbox Series X, you can follow me at all capitals, all one word, because I don't know how to be quiet. I am the mag. That's right. You can follow me there. Guys, it was an incredible show. I've got some exciting news coming in the next week or so about some uh, projects I've been working on, but uh, more on that later, just like Phil Spencer likes to say. Yes. And uh, guys, we will all see you next Monday. Have a great week.
Thanks, brother. Definitely appreciate that. We look forward to hearing what you've been working on. Clowns, why don't you tell us about Four Guys with Quarters, what you got going on over there, and where could people reach out to you and potentially forward you a virtual calzone? Yes, I need a virtual calzone because here in (laughs) Florida, there is no great calzones. And if there are, they've been eaten by the alligators. So every Tuesday, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, you can find us on Four Guys with Quarters, Mav and I as well as the rest of the crew, which is is growing. We actually uh, may start doing two shows. Uh, Nice, Yeah, one's going to be for the British people earlier. I'm going to talk to the crew about that and see who can do that one. But, yeah, other than that, uh, Italian Clowns on social media, almost everywhere. And I do actually have interviews lined up now that I'm over COVID, so... Got to get those rolling again. Um, kick about three, four a week, and I'll be happy. Nice, nice. Well, listen, you're doing some great work over there, brother, especially some of the guests that you're getting are prime time. There's no doubt about that. And I expect big things in the coming months as well. And last and no way least, the Cape Crusader known as Cybernox. Why don't you tell everyone about your YouTube channel and where could people reach out to you for a conversation and also tell them about the Xbox Game Pass Club. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Boom, Mav. It was a pleasure, man. Podcasting with you here. Always enjoy Monday evenings talking games with you guys. Yeah, Cybernox everywhere. I'm mostly uh, more active, I should say, on Twitter. Hit me up on Xbox Live as well. If you ever want, if you ever, I, I play everything. So as long as, you know, there's a game there that, that we can co op on or play uh, multiplayer on, I'm always down. Um, I appreciate, uh, Anybody that came by the last stream, I was uh, streaming the medium, which I'll have to stream again um, tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern. As Mag alluded to earlier, I'm going to be letting my hair down on Gaming After Dark. That's right. Nice. Letting what my hair? hair down. What <laughs> hair? Mag. What hey, hair? hey, hey. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to let the wind blow. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyways, uh, my second. Uh, yeah, guys, Cybernax on YouTube as well. I'm creating some new movies, actually, uh, for there. I do game movies there, and you know, sometimes I do uh, some uh, live podcasting with you guys. And uh, my second channel, Xbox Game Pass Club, that's where I play games that are actively on game on on Xbox Game Pass. My goal is to grow the community so we can treat it like a like a book club. You know, we'll go there, we'll pick a game. Hopefully, you know, the the community we can vote on a game per se, or pick one at random, play it, discuss the game some of the things that we like some of the things that we didn't and uh move on to the next game sometimes we get stuck on the same genre over and over and that's where i think gaming fatigue comes in you know sometimes a lot of people are just sitting there just hey you know what should i play next what should i play next and game pass is great for that man explore you know different genres and discover your new favorite game as i like to say it so yeah xbox game pass club youtube twitch everywhere else as well and uh yeah can't wait to be here next monday on primetime gaming with you guys well, thanks that, again for can I here. can I just say how amazing that sounds? I'm I'm all I over that. that wow. man. I appreciate that. I tried to start it last year, but my son was born like literally on the time when I was trying to do it. He's uh he's one now, so a little bit uh we got you know a better handle on things. So now I have all more right. time to reinvest my t- time on uh, Xbox Game Plus Club. So yeah, I appreciate that, man. Um, thank no, you guys. No, I'm, I'm thank, thank, thank you so much, for everyone, for being here. Definitely appreciate it. And as promised, this is the new intro 
that was done by Danero Panero of of Twitter. Uh, like I said earlier, his work is impeccable, and you'll see by the new intro for Xbox One on One on how damn good he really is. Have a great night. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's what my dad taught me when we were kids. He said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. Enjoy the new intro. Thank <laughs> you.